0: From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict episode one hundred and ninety. Today's show is brought to you by Harry's, and we're back to normal. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined by only Mr. Brad Dowdy.
1: Yeah, we're uh, we're far from normal, but we actually are back to normal. Um, it, it, but
0: surprise, we have a special guest, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, hey, Mike, how's it going? had not talked to you in a few
0: weeks. Yeah, I, it's uh, it's nice. have guests i love having guests and i've suggested some more guests for the future to you Uh, we have
1: a guest we have a guest next week as a matter of fact oh we do if you know that yeah (laughs) i should probably share that with you who is our
0: guest next week
1: i can't tell you i'll tell you after okay secret interesting
0: all right so we have a guest next week apparently everyone
1: but someone who has not been on the show before
0: oh i know who our guest is next week that we've
1: yeah that we have said we need to get on the show so
0: yeah no this is a long time coming but yes. uh, we—it's nice for us. To, I love having guests, but it's nice for it just to be the two of us as well.
1: Oh, sure, sure, because we always have lots to talk about, and uh, the our listeners want to hear us, you know, just talk about pins sometimes, and uh, you know, and, and and go through the the craziness that uh, we seem to come up with uh, in every episode. So, yeah, it, it's we we definitely needed a me and you episode for sure, and uh, there'll be more of those. We're we're just we're on a good guest run, which uh, I I enjoy quite enjoy as well.
0: Yeah, most definitely. But we've been holding back a lot of stuff. Oh, probably before we kick off today, we should mention uh, the Atlanta Pen Show's coming up. We've mentioned this before. We are doing a Kickstarter again for the Atlanta Pen Show. Um, so we can help get me out there and also create the video and, and fund some of the fun stuff that we're going to be doing there. Mm-hmm. Um, we should actually have the Kickstarter ready before the next episode. So before episode 191, the Kickstarter should be up. Uh, do we want to say what we're doing, or do we want to keep that secret?
1: I say we can uh, say what we're doing. All um, right. We're going to do a really cool notebook um, yep. this year. It's going to be uh, a Pin Addict orange cover with like an embossed Pin Addict logo and... Uh, the the sweet the sweet co paper that we use uh, that's fountain pen friendly so um, we're gonna get that up here very very soon so everyone can check that out and everyone can you know back it if they're interested in seeing the video for the Kickstarter back it you know if they're interested in getting the notebooks but importantly back it so we can get Mike over here and do all these things yeah so um,
0: we've been working on a on a notebook idea for a long time um, it's something that we've both really really wanted to do and. I'm very, very excited uh, to, to get it out there. I think people are really going to love it. So yeah, we'll have, we'll wait and see what people think, but I'm, I'm very excited about
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mountain Biker Dave already in the, in the chat room is saying we need an Atlanta pickup shop pickup option. I think we can definitely work on that. Um, Just, I'm, I can't say for sure because we don't know the production dates, but uh, as far as the notebook goes, but I think that would be a high probability of happening where you'd be able to pick up your notebooks at the show, but We'll we'll just have to wait and see how that yeah is. we'll
0: work that out that's um, that's more than possible to do I'm sure like and we can make if if we they're produced yeah. in time.
1: Yep. And the notebooks will be, you know, memo book size, standard, you know, field note size, three and a half by five and a half, three packs, pocketable notebooks of yep. awesomeness. So yeah, we're pretty excited. I've got, I've got a mock-up um, I'll have on the Kickstarter page. So I'll be sure to let everyone know when it launches and it, it'll be up before next week.
0: Yeah, And we're, we're so we're, as Brad said, we're going to be doing, I just couldn't need to call you dad. That, that's, that's a whole thing <laughs> for another time. Wow. As dad said, um, we're going to be doing a video again, uh, so there'll be a video-only tier, and the video will include the, the video episode of the show, which will either be episode 200 or 201, we're still trying to work out how we can make it episode 200. Um, it's gonna
1: be 200, it's, it's just gonna happen, we're just gonna have to take a week off or something. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I'm thinking probably do, but I'm just looking at our schedule. Which we never do, we hate doing that, and we did it uh, this Christmas, which was fine, but you know, during the regular year, we never miss, but we uh, got to
0: make it 200. Like it's got to be, it would be so upsetting if the live episode was episode 201. Yep. Um, And we're going to be doing the backstage stuff and, and like the video only stuff. So like, obviously you'll get the audio of the episode, but like last year, Kickstarter back has got a little bit of extra where we showed the stuff that we'd find that was really interesting or stuff that we'd bought over the show. Um, and there's going to be, you know, Correct me if I'm wrong, we're going to do a few different tiers this year to get more or less of the notebooks, like one or two
1: packs of the notebooks. So Yeah, so we'll try to break it down. So, you know, you can buy just one pack or you can buy several. And, um, you know, also on the video, we're going to do it um, different this year in that we're going to have a live audience this year. Like everyone... everyone had to listen out in the bar and that kind of didn't work very well for everyone last year. So we were kind of off alone, but this year we'll have, um, if you make it to the pen show, we will have a live, um, live audience and then hopefully a little after party, uh, there as well. So all those details forthcoming.
0: Yep. So look out for that. Um, we really, really appreciate it. If you, uh, want to, to support us, we would be very, very appreciative because the pen addict. Uh, live at the Panavik Pen, Pen at the Pen, Pen Show at the Atlanta Pen Show is uh, is an event that we really look forward to now. So yep. we hope that we can make it happen.
1: It's our one big event a, a year. So mm-hmm. um it it and it went so well last year that um we're we're anxious to get back and do it again, even uh, bigger and better this time. All right, so let's 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 get into this episode. We got some follow up um, just from last week's episode. Our uh, episode with June Thomas on the the nyc stationary tour just got uh universally loved by everyone i mean not yeah. that all of our episodes are universally loved right but um we got a lot of it was a super great episode it was, it
0: was really. it excellent. turned
1: out even better than i expected mainly because june thomas is awesome i mean there's not much more you can say about how great she is mm-hmm. and everyone loved that episode and then just a couple of days ago our friend elaine from uh jetpens who runs the owl Inc. blog she just did her nyc stationary attractions uh blog post which was fantastic yeah um, she has a lot of pictures from cw and uh carol pictures with caroline and caitlin and um all the other places that she went to elaine does awesome work um on her blog so we'll have that link in the show notes it's kind of uh um in conjunction with it fits into what we talked about last week a lot um with uh, a lot of pictures and i didn't know you could get uh, custom pencils at, at cw so she got Al link pencils there stamped i didn't um, know that if i would have yeah. known
0: that i would have so been walking away with a ton of them
1: <laughs> so she got Al link pencils stamped with the nyc january 2016 so that's pretty cool and you know, she went to the, the Strand bookstore and Kinokinia, and, and uh, she did find out that June was talking about the uh, the rolling a joint uh, <laughs> article that's up in the pen section. Yep. And uh, Elaine took a picture said, it's still there. So we have a picture. We'll link in the show notes. I thought that was hilarious. Um, just the extra space. On the article um, about the uh, Sino UM-153 that uh, Kino Kinyo posted happens to have an additional little article on how to roll a joint. So, um, you know, the the, the pen addict uh, uh, can also share uh, other things, <laughs> apparently. Um, so you, you learn a lot um, by by purchasing pens at uh, Kino canillo apparently.
0: A little bit of extracurricular activity there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this next pin that we want to talk about, you're I'm pretty sure you're not gonna find this at Kino Kania, but I got a million links on this, and I'm sure you did too. This is one
0: of the craziest things I've ever seen in my
1: life. The first time I looked at it, and we're talking about the I'm gonna go with Richard Meal. I don't know if it's Meal, Mele, Uh Richard Meal, whose watch work I've actually seen before. Um, it's insanely impressive. Um, I thought this was like super stupid and not real, but the more I looked at it and the more I read about it and the more I got into this pen, it's really fascinating. I mean, let's just say up front, um, meals, watches are are like 500 grand. So (laughs) this pen, this pen was $118,000 and I'm sure all of you have seen it by now, but I just wanted to talk about it. What do you, what do you think about this, this thing?
0: I think it's incredible.
1: It, It really is. It's legitimately fascinating to look at the work that went into this. I mean, he obviously just did this because he could. Yeah. You know, this isn't going to be a pen like anyone that we would know ever owns. No, it looks
0: it looks horrible to hold. Like it's huge.
1: It's it's enormous. It looks like a terrible functioning pen, but the engineering of how the nib extends and retracts. is basically all made through a watch mechanism where you just click the top of the cap. And we have a link to the video on how it works. You just click the cap. The mechanism sets off um, and you can see it all in the barrel of the pen and then the nib extends. That's like, whoa, <laughs> that's yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah,
0: this was like the guy maybe likes pens as well, right? Because it's like expensive stuff. Like yeah. He likes expensive yeah. Pens. And he's like, I could do that.
1: Yeah, so the the article we'll put in here from the Wristwatch Review, he he kind of summarized it best on the at the end. He said um, he said who this pin basically who this pin is for. If your safe is already full of Richard meal watches and you want something a little different to carry around, so if you have a watch safe and you own some of his, uh, watches, um, then, then you might be in the market for this pen, yeah. but his, his watches are killer. I've seen him for a while on tennis players. He, um, sponsors a couple tennis players with, um, like these lightweight titanium model that runs like 500 grand. So yeah, it's, it's just like stupid expensive, but it's kind of cool. I thought like for a second, I was like, this is dumb. And the more I watched it and the more I read about it, I was fascinated by it. And, um, you know, not that anyone not that we'll ever see one of these in our lifetime, but um, it, it's kind of cool that someone took the time to build this um, and that can build this. And he's just like, forget all of you. <laughs> I'm just going to make this. Mm-hmm. I don't even care. So um, pretty fascinating. we got another link uh, just a couple of days ago from a, a recent convert to the um, Pen Addict podcast, uh, Play Repeat. Um, I don't even know. Play repeats a real name. I didn't check it before. But, um, you know, he's been following us on on Twitter for a little bit and just kind of stumbled into the blog. He wrote this great article. Um, it's essentially titled Best Strange Podcast. And it's a story of how he found the pen addict. And so amazing. It was a great story. He basically was bored with listening to podcasts, had no idea about pins or anything beforehand, typed into Google and typed in the typed in the words Best Strange Podcast into google and ended up on us somehow and became like a full-bore addict i mean what do you think about this
0: i just my face lit up reading this it's so fantastic like just to hear the way that people were can appreciate this show as i know that a lot of people do uh like listen to this show and like this show and only have like the, even the slightest appreciation for what we're talking about mm-hmm. but just enjoy listening to me and you and like it was so fun um if you got the guy's name i, I don't feel, it I went terrible. on as
1: about page i do too yeah i looked on so, the about page and it's not there
0: so uh the play repeat person who i love very much now i uh, was saying about like it's listening to the way that me and you have like grown into our relationship over this time um that's one of the things that makes me the happiest mm-hmm. uh, because we are like the best of friends Um right. and i like that people feel that way when when they hear it like they understand that um and that that makes me yeah that makes me
1: really really happy Yeah, so he is a Glaswegian, so uh, he's he's in your neck of the woods. So, Mm -hmm. Um, it's I've had several emails over the years of people that don't care about pens but listen to us because of our chemistry, which Mm -hmm. is I guess why we've lasted this long uh and i find that to be strange but there's nothing that can make you more happy than that it's like i'm not even into what you're talking about but i just like listen to you talk and i was like wow that that makes you (laughs) it makes you feel kind of good um so i thought that article was really neat especially just um i I just like you know best strange podcast is such a uh uh it's just such a random thing to stumble into our little world and uh i I am glad that uh uh that he did and um It's it's pretty cool. Related, somewhat, I just got this alert this morning. I opened up Instagram just to kind of check what was going on. And I uh, I was tagged in a picture from Artist Magazine, which I had never heard of before. And in the physical issue of the March issue of Artist Magazine, we are in an article called Easel Listening. Get it? Easel Listening.
0: Oh, I love that
1: yeah 10 podcasts to listen to while you work and obviously for artists and uh the pen addict made the cut which uh can you get a copy of that yeah i'll have to find out i've i've just found it this morning um it just went up yesterday and i'll have to figure out where this um you know i'll have to go to their website and and see what i can find so um it, it was pretty cool so uh i thought that was really really neat you know and there's some other podcasts on there it's just an image of the uh I don't have a link to the article. I don't know if it's even online, but um, we'll see if we can get a hard copy of uh, the artist magazine. Cause that I was, can uh,
0: read. Do you want me to read what it says? Yeah, what does it say? It says, number nine, the pen addict. You know when you're signing the receipt at a restaurant and it's one of those good pens? Have to fight the urge to take it with you? This show's for you.
1: <laughs> Isn't that how a lot of us got started? Yeah, right? no doubt. It's like, this pen is terrible. Then all of a sudden you find something just randomly like at a restaurant and you you had a great little
0: part in the refill, which is, by the way, got to say, this is genuine. I love your newsletter.
1: Oh, thank you. (laughs) I I don't read
0: every word because it's too much for me. (laughs) <laughs> it is like for me like it's sure. too much no i understand uh, but it isn't too much but for me because i don't read room yeah yeah well it's a, i, a, a I like you know i like pick and choose the parts that i want to read mm-hmm. and i read it on the weekend like mm-hmm. in the morning mm-hmm. when i'm having my coffee on a sunday or something i freaking love it oh well, like good. it's awesome like so there was this one part this week where you uh um someone was saying who was it that was saying about their boss took their pen in a meeting
1: oh yeah <laughs> I and, she's on instagram you, you caught me off guard i can't think of her name right off hand but yeah
0: and like the just you giving some tips, which we spoke about on the show before, like you know have have a honeypot around of yeah. good pens on your sitting on your desk or whatever. But oh, yeah. yeah, I've got to say, like I'm going to put a link in the show notes if you're not if you're not signed up for Brad's <laughs> membership, you should be because genuinely the 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 newsletter is worth the money.
1: Well, I appreciate that. There's nothing that makes me more nervous every week than writing that newsletter.
0: Yeah, no doubt because that's the one <laughs> that people were paying you yes. for. Everything yeah. else, like if you don't like it. Uh, it doesn't matter. Like just read the next post or
1: don't ever come back. Like it's fine. (laughs) But this one, it's like, yeah, you've got it. You've got to sweat that. Amanda in the chat room reminded me it's Heidi that uh, did that. Heidi. Yeah. I did that. I, I posted that because a lot of people know, but that's like, if you're a pen addict and you're listening to this podcast, that's a legitimate issue for people that don't understand like the things that you're into. And they say, let me borrow a pen. Like we all go, we all pause for like three seconds. Instead of going here, we all go, what do I do? Man, as
0: far as people must've thought I was so weird when I was at my desk or whatever. Yeah. Cause then I would like reach into my drawer and get another pen out for them.
1: Yeah, no, I did the same thing. People would say, let me borrow a pen and say, okay, just a second, set the one down that I've, that I'm using, reach over, grab a different one for them to use. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, speaking of best strange podcast, criminal, have you ever listened to Criminal? I, no, I don't, I'm familiar it, with it. Yeah, I'm familiar with it because it's a very, very popular podcast. But I got uh, sent this link. Um, this past week, they had a sketch room artist on there. Um, it's a short episode. There's like a 20, 25-minute episode. It was fascinating. Um, Listen to uh, – her name is Andy Austin. And she had so many neat little tidbits in this um, – in this podcast it's not necessarily about art and art supplies but it's about how she basically had no experience um she was in a courtroom she wanted to be a journalist and she got some advice from i guess one of her i don't know who I, i'd have to go back and listen to it who gave her this advice when she was in journalism school she said everybody can write not everybody can draw so she was in the courtroom as a journalist one day overheard Someone saying that their courtroom artist wasn't going to be there the next day said she could went up, walked up to that person, said, I can do that. And 43 years later, she's just retired from being a sketch room artist. It was just a fascinating, fascinating story. And she said, what's different with her is, you know, all these courtroom uh, artwork you see is generally in either chalk or colored pencil. She works in ballpoint with watercolors on top. Um, and wow. you can tell, you can tell in her artwork that it's actually different, um, and uh, it was just a really good episode. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I wrote down like several quotes from it, but in just like a twenty-minute show, I learned uh, lots of little things, lots of neat little tidbits. And uh, well, this is one a, of those things. Rundown. This
0: is this is such a pen addict's thing. Yeah, that, that this is unnecessary. Like, what do you mean? You don't need to do it the way that she's doing it. Right. He's putting more effort in than is required. Yep. You know, do, do you get what I mean? Like this is obviously yes. harder to do, right? Because otherwise everyone would do it this way. Right. Like right. She's, she's putting a, like these are so much better than the courtroom drawings I've seen.
1: Right. right? So like one of her, her, I guess probably the biggest trial she was ever did was uh, John Wayne Gacy, who was at, um, um, basically an American serial killer. Um, and one of the things that I noticed that I've never seen in other courtroom drawings is, was when she has a chart of yeah. the um one of the know, attorneys up there going over this chart, you can literally read the words yeah. on the chart. So Anyone else would just about. do like a just do like a scribble line. They would be more focused on the attorney or the courtroom.
0: Yeah, you don't need to she, do that.
1: Yeah, right? she actually has legible writing on this card what they were presenting that day.
0: And the picture of John Wayne Gacy where the orange and yellows like blended in together. <laughs> right but you yeah, see what i mean like it's not a criticism because we all do it but it's the going right. further than necessary because you enjoy the tools
1: right right like she has a lot more detail in um
0: she's effectively painting him as opposed yeah. to doing a courtroom drawing of him
1: yep yep so That's amazing yeah so 43 years worth of of doing this and it was a uh, it was a fascinating episode yeah the episode's only 17 minutes long and oh I'm i felt put like on my list yeah, when I listened to it, I I got like an hour's worth of uh, entertainment out of it. It felt like it it was well that good. I that is the it.
0: thing with the, with those types of shows, like the heavily edited shows and stuff that I've mm-hmm. done like this as well. Is what you're doing is taking out a lot of the chitter chatter, right? Like so, all the stuff that me and you have, right? So all you're getting is like incredibly condensed information. Which when I listen to these types of shows, they always feel way longer than the one or two hour shows that that I put together. Yeah, because yeah. your brain is like working. <laughs> Every single moment. Again, yeah. not a criticism; it's just a different style. But it's one of the reasons that I personally prefer the types of shows that me and you do because sure. they're easier listening.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, those shows are informational. Our shows are personal. Does that? I think is that? Do you think that's accurate?
0: Yeah, like, we're character like character driven, uh, personality shows. Um, right. And, and I think that's the difference. Like, this is a personality based show rather than an information based show. Mm-hmm. We talk mm-hmm. about a lot. But the key thing in our show, we're very meta now, the key thing in our show, as was pointed out in that amazing Best Strange Podcast article, is it's our relationship um, that makes the show enjoyable. Right. Right. But anyway, that's enough podcast inside
1: baseball. (laughs) One of the things that our show is known for is making people spend money
0: mm-hmm. so
1: so i'm gonna do a little bit of that right here real quick because i'm gonna spend money on this and i'm ticked off that i missed the beginning of it and it, it was a it was a topic in the in the chat room but um we all love our our tomoe river paper for um you know fountain pen writing and you can buy it in um like seven seas at that no nanami paper um you have the seven seas um blank you know, journal, it's like three, 400 pages worth of Tomoe river bound, um, lays flat. And I've always wanted a gridded version of, of some sign. So they came out with a cross field journal, a five size, um, which is basically a reticle grid, uh blue grid on the white Tomoe paper. I believe it's white. Yeah, is white. Um, Oh, it is the off white. Yeah. So I, ha- I actually haven't, I've been pretty good at spending so far this year. I'd have to think if, uh you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm lucky enough to get so many products for free and, and, you know, I, I'm overflowing my desk overfloweth with, with, things to use. So I haven't been buying a lot of things recently. I have to have this notebook. Um, I'm, t- I'm the reason I'm mad is because Nanami's on vacation right now, <laughs> so I can't <laughs> order it. They take down the, when they go on vacation, they take down the buy buttons, which is okay. So their orders aren't piling up. So when they get back from vacation, they'll turn the buy buttons back on, then they'll be able be able to order it sometime next week they'll be back in town but I pretty much have to have this and so everyone wait till I buy mine before you buy them all out um I know a bunch of you uh, already have it because you were able to get it before they went on vacation but um I gotta have this um this will be um a, a good purchase that I am super super anxious for um do you need me to get you one this doesn't look like your kind of thing why but i want one <laughs> yeah i mean
0: uh yeah go on then yeah yeah then yeah can pick one pick up, up and,
1: I'll, and i'll grab it from you
0: yep. in atlanta
1: yep because i'm probably gonna buy a couple anyway yeah so that a well it's a good looking it's a good looking notebook it's a good looking notebook and the amount of pages um and the size they can do yeah whatever i'll stop talking about this so everyone doesn't buy it so i can make sure to get mine and mike's yeah. If you're in the writing mood, uh, coming up next year, um, listener Paul joins, who who um, is a great great supporter of the show and, and does a um, uh, a great ink reviewing blog. Yeah, Paul's great. Um, yeah, Paul's awesome. He he sent me an email said, "Hey, Inco Rhymo is coming up, which is the February International uh, Correspondence Writing Month. All through the month of February, um, people um, write a letter a day, send them out." And he said, "Hey." You know a bunch of people listen to a lot of relay shows how about you know would anyone from relay be open to sharing their address to receive some mail so i obviously would would love to do that um i just asked in the relay room this morning i don't know if everyone has had a chance to look at it but uh aline sims from um uh, less than or equal which is probably my new favorite new to me podcast uh, she does an awesome job we'll have we'll keep a list um of like po boxes for anyone that wants to receive mail, we'll link it in the show notes this week. Um and you know, that I thought that was a cool idea that Paul Paul did. Paul's Paul's website is gorgeous.ink, by the way. I was I forgot to
0: mention that. You're gonna give me uh uh a list to put in?
1: Yeah, it's well it's in the show notes right now, so but it's just two people just me and aline but i just asked everyone this morning if they're interested in that so yeah but like
0: what i'm saying is this is totally unnecessary for people to hear are you gonna create like a web link and that will update maybe yeah i'll figure out something maybe a dropler or something yeah so it'll be in the show that's what we're saying
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) so um in the yeah so there's already a slot in the uh chat room there is a um list of people um from the pen attic slack room that they are keeping a doc so i'll just add them to the doc and then we can link to that perfect
0: how's that that's already in the in our show notes does it make your life easier now it does i just because for me like i if it's gonna be updating then great yeah. let keep it updated so uh, we'll the link- only reason the only reason i am not participating in this is because i know i will not send anything out because i am lazy
1: no i'm not sending trust me i'm not doing this to reciprocate <laughs> i'm doing it if people want to fill out their list i i know i will not be writing i might write uh, a couple okay. letters back but um yeah i yeah, if, i'll look at it yeah it's not a no one for one thing because you would be overwhelmed yeah um yeah i love I, the
0: inco uh tagline is it yeah. vintage social media <laughs>
1: that's awesome. so good that's so good but uh yeah i i would love to be able to write a letter a day i haven't been able to uh keep up with my postcard a week that i said i was gonna do so i i have to work on that but uh yeah I, it's an awesome thing and we'll talk about it more and we'll make sure the addresses get out because people that are super serious about it they'll go ahead and fill out their schedule for the month with the addresses that they're going to send to so that's why people are asking for addresses now make sense yep they can go ahead and book their entire month of their one letter a day, know who it's going to. So I think that's great. All right. We got, we're just scratching the surface here. We got a lot more to talk about, um, but I want to talk about uh, one of our, very favorite as sponsors, and that's our good friends at Harry's. You bet. Uh,
0: We are still in the month of January, so it still is New Year's resolution time. This is something that people still think about, how they're going to change for the year. One thing you should change if you haven't already is to stop overpaying for a great shave, and this is what Harry's is all about. They make their own blades. They're German-engineered five-blade cartridges that give you a close, comfortable shave without cuts or razor burn. Harry's believes so much in the quality of their blades that they put a guarantee on it. They guarantee the quality you will get a full refund if you are not happy with harry's blades but i'm sure that you will be because you will be one of the over 1 million people who have switched to harry's harry's razors offer a high quality shave at about half the price of other big brand blades on average an everyday shaver will save 150 dollars each year on blades using harry's and they'll ship them to your front door for free. Their starter set is a great deal too. For just $15, you get a razor, moisturizing shave cream, and three razor blades. Um, I'm really looking forward to Atlanta because our entire bathroom will be full of Harry's products as it was last year. And the the beautiful eucalyptus smells and aloe vera smells <laughs> will be following me and Brad around for the whole time that are at the pen show.
1: So this is how stupid I am about Harry's, and I know y'all are probably sick of me telling all my little anecdotes, but I was, last night I, I was in the our bathroom here at home. And just, you know, I don't know, shaving, whatever I was doing in there. And I was going, you know, I'm going to LA pretty soon for the LA Pin show. I wonder if I have enough stuff. I wonder if I have enough Harry's stuff to take with me because I don't want to not have it when I travel. It's just the stupidest things in my head. I always think about at these random times for my Harry's products. It's like, I'm fully addicted. It's like, I can't not have it anymore i they've sucked me in somehow you know the the robots are in my brains now that I, c- I can only use that stuff so i actually worry about these things weeks in advance to make sure i have enough stuff to carry with me when i travel it, it's mind-boggling
0: well you need it
1: yeah i need, you need it. it
0: because it's important you got to keep looking sharp you know you're going to be on video that's right you gotta that's look right. good it's time looking to stop good. overpaying for a great shave Go to harrys.com and you'll get $5 off if you use the coupon code PENADDICT with your first purchase. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com and use code PENADDICT at checkout for a special $5 off. Thank you so much to Harry's for their support of this show.
1: So the Pilly... The Pilly. The Philly Pen Show. The Philly Fen Show. Pilly Fen Show. Philly Pen Show went off this weekend and I was so jealous of every woman that was there. Now, they had about two feet of snow, so... You know, a couple vendors didn't show, and I'm sure that kept a few people away. But the people who did go and the vendors that were there made the best of it and had, like, the awesomest time. And I'm jealous of everyone that was there and everyone was sending... Sending me pictures and texts about all the cool stuff that they bought. And I was talking to everyone while they were there about how much fun they were having. And I was like, I'm so jealous. I miss all of you. So we have um, some links in the show notes that you can live through them vicariously as I did all weekend. Um, I followed the Philly Penn Show 2016 hashtag on Instagram. And contributed
0: um, to it with your beautiful glasses.
1: <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm wearing my beautiful glasses now. Where are they from? These glasses? Yeah. Warby Parker?
0: Not an ad. Not an ad, by the
1: way, just checking. Yeah. yeah, they're good looking frames, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um and I just got my sunglasses in from them uh last week. So I'm I love I'm that much, one uh, of the top of the
0: nine ad. posts on that hashtag is you and you weren't even there. I kind of feel guilty about that.
1: I don't like to <laughs> I don't like to I didn't mean to bogart other people's hashtags, but I was like, I'm so jealous I'm not at the hashtag Philly Pin Show twenty sixteen. You're just, you're just the, your your I,
0: Instagram game is too strong man. Yeah, too strong. Yeah.
1: I don't I don't like Bogart and other people's stuff, but there there's so much other good stuff to see in there, especially Franklin Christoph who uh who dropped in uh all kinds of um uh what do you want to say not promo pens, but like special editions, limited oh, editions yeah. I that see Jim,
0: are... I see Jim doing some work there.
1: So all of our oh, all of our listeners that were there, all the slackers who were there, were apparently like oh, hovering, <laughs> I guess is the best word, waiting for all the um, all the pins to drop at the Franklin Kristoff table, so they Whoa. could uh, abscond with uh, several of them. I know. Um, I'm
0: looking at a post a post from Merva Drawers, and oh my word, they've got that like
1: green and white ring on them. Yeah. Tanya came away with a few. I know Dan Don came away with three or four. I mean, they just kind of went, uh, went pretty crazy. And just looking at the pens, I can see why. I mean, they were really cool looking. So Franklin Christoph did a good job hosting. Uh, I know Carrie from fountain pen days did a great job promoting. He was there with, um, Oh, fountain pen day swag. He had a table there. We got a link in the show notes, all his pictures he took. Um, he had a meetup, uh, one night, um, and just did a lot of cool things and had a big time. I know he was worn out. I talked to him afterwards and he was just exhausted, which it's amazing how tired you get at these things. Um, so it, it's, it's pretty cool. So this kicked the, uh, show season off right, which makes me even more anxious to get out there and, uh, to the, to all these pin shows this year. I I'm ready and, uh, looking how much fun everyone had in, in Philly, you know, anyone who's anywhere close, you know, within a few hours or half days drive to a pin show, you need to go. It's just a fun experience. Yep. Um, even if you've never been, there's people there, other people there that have never been, um, and you can you can talk, hang out, look at pins, um, and and figure out what's going on. It, it's really cool.
0: Remind me what yeah. ones you're going to be at?
1: L A. That's coming up in February. Then Atlanta and Chicago in April. Then D C. and San Francisco in August.
0: Boy, oh boy.
1: Yep, yep. So that's the schedule as we stand right now. That's the confirmed schedule. The there's Planet unconfirmed. World Tour. There's unconfirmed things that, you know, maybe we can do some more. Who knows yet?
0: Are you going to come to London?
1: Uh, When is it? Isn't it in
0: October? I think it's in October. I I missed it again because I'm the worst. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay, I'll remember. And then someone says to me, you going to keep coming this weekend? It's like, oh, man.
1: So I keep saying I need to go get my passport just because, you know, something like that. So, yes, I won't say I'm coming, but I need to keep that, like, on my radar for in the future, right? That'd be
0: sweet, man. We could do... uh, pen Addict live in london oh that'd be crazy
1: that would be crazy so that
0: would be, I'll tell you what 2017 yep. we're gonna do a live show in another location we're gonna do one in atlanta and one somewhere else
1: how about that Look at that? you look at why you. not you're, man why not you're throwing down the big time well, there, now. so
0: many of those um pen shows are in places that i haven't been but want to go to like i really really want to go to chicago mm. right but i just haven't had a reason and that would be right. a great reason
1: that would be a great reason that we could have the, the field notes, HQ tour. Shoot yeah. some video Yeah. Like, I want to go to that field kind of
0: notes. I want to go to cards against humanity. Like we could do the mm-hmm. live show there. Yeah. At their office. Like they have All like right. a whole auditorium thing that they would let us use. Nice.
1: So nice plans, man. We got them. Got more than we can keep. <laughs> so changing the topic abruptly, I did a long awaited top five pens update. Um, few weeks ago on the blog. And I wanted to just talk about it real quick because number one, there's not a ton of change. There's a decent amount of change, but I was talking about the last time I updated, I was talking about doing it maybe quarterly. This looks like it's gonna be like a twice a year update because there's just not that much change in the non-fountain pen categories. Like the gel ink pens, no one's breaking any ground any new ground in this realm, right? You know, the top five pens in the store that, you know, people all ask, you know, where, if I go to Staples, what can I get that's a good pen? There's nothing new really happening there, right? So a lot of these things, you know, there's some shuffling of deck chairs maybe um, within those categories. There's rarely anything new in those categories, but then things like fountain pens, there's always something new. Um, And there's always kind of some shuffling going around and fountain pen inks, um, you know, that's having some changes. Um, I even changed up the paper a pretty good bit because there's so much paper and there's a lot I haven't still haven't tested in the paper. Um, I added two new lists uh, this year, one that um, um, you'll be fond of. It's the top five mechanical pencils. Um, And then I also added a wooden pencils list. So there's a lot of cool things that I updated, but I don't think it's in every three months type of update cycle, because I don't think there'll be that much change. I don't, I, it takes me months to get to a, a review for one thing. Like I just did the Twisby eco review and that pen's been out like five months now, right. Or four months, something like that. Yeah. So, I have that one. I won't mention that in a little bit. Okay. Okay. So updating a list like this, which everyone wants all the time, which I agree with, I wish I could update this like once a month, it would be great, but there's nothing necessarily to update that frequently. So I think like a twice a year update, I think is pretty good. Um, just looking at how little changed in some categories and how much changed in others, I think six months is about the good time frame for this. And I, I made sure to update that in the, uh, intro because before I'd said I would try to do it every three months. And, uh, I just don't think that works for what I'm trying to accomplish with this list. So a- any thoughts on this list at all? Nothing new.
0: Um, I mean, I never disagree with you, by and large, on this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I just looked at the top five mechanical pencils. I really want you to try out a Colt Pens mechanical pencil. I think yeah. that that might... I personally, I haven't used all the stuff on this list, but, I mean, I've used your one and two, and I believe that the Colt pen should be on here.
1: Okay, so I, I have one of those, and I gave it to Jeff, so I'll have to steal it back from the uh, from the shop. Did you use it so at can... all? Uh-uh. No, yeah, I you just, need I... to
0: use it because I think it, I personally I think it belongs on this list. Okay, because it's cool. for me it's the uh, it's the retractable knock mechanism that it has with the button. It's fantastic, mm-hmm. absolutely works fantastic. Well. It's the best one that I've used because you don't bring out more lead every time you retract, mm-hmm. right? Because all of the other ones have like a double mechanism in the the knock on the top, but the button on the side is works really well and it's a really fantastic way of doing it. It feels cool to fiddle with, you know. Okay. So I yeah, thoroughly, thoroughly recommend that one, um, and I I think that, I mean I don't know I can't speak for you but I think that it should be on your list.
1: No, no, it, that's probably something that's uh, pretty cool and I will enjoy. Um, you know I did just get in the um it, they didn't make it in time but the the Toga is obviously on the list but the I just got a couple of Disney models in from JetPens those are oh, pretty you cool <laughs> yeah yeah oh, got some Mickey Mouse and and some things they just They're came so out with cool the, looking. The, able to get the disney ones over they're really neat they're really neat i like those a lot so i'll, I'll do a review of those soon i but, didn't um, know
0: that, that i didn't know that um that japan's had those because we were looking at them on amazon right
1: so we looked at the princess models and i don't know that jetpens got the princess models but they got like mickey oh. mini mouse oh ears that kind of stuff that kind so of stuff cool. <laughs> they even have special lead uh holders you know the you know the little plastic lead tins which you know they just charge your premium for because of the branding but oh, it's just a it's man. just a lead holder. but they even have those um in there so that thought that was pretty cool All i right. really like this
0: i i love <laughs> i love these i absolutely love these i'm they buying, did a good job i'm buying I'm gonna buy the three character ones right now i'm gonna buy mickey yeah. minnie and, and donald because i have no idea how are not sold out so yeah
1: they just came out yesterday, so that's all, all. right.
0: I need to go get them in before all these these pen addict listeners suckers go and buy them. <laughs> yeah, these are these are fantastic. Did you say the the lead holders were, were separate?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, just spare leads. Um, and they have Disney um uh, branding on them. Oh yeah, because I can't see those on the page. They're probably let's I haven't even looked those. yet. So they're probably in the new new arrivals. Let's all see. All right, <laughs> well, let's go buy all of it. <laughs>
0: While I'm at JetPens, I don't very frequently order from JetPens because it, like, it has to come over from the States. Is there anything else I should be buying? Oh, gosh, I don't know. What should I, I add know. to this order?
1: Okay, so it's the, just for the LEDs, it's your Uni Kuratoga LED HB Disney. There's Disney Black, Disney Pink, Disney White.
0: Oh, yeah, I see. It looks like
1: Disney Blue. So it's just a way to charge you a premium. Yeah,
0: man, like why not? <laughs> for... <laughs> Excuse me. I'll um, get, I'll get uh, this white and pink guy. That looks awesome.
1: Yeah, I think that's the one I got actually too. <laughs> I what else? The what else shall I buy? Well, yeah, I don't here. know. Yeah, I've got a whole top five pins list of stuff you can go look at. I don't know otherwise. I mean, did I sell Twisby? Yeah. All
0: mm-hmm. right, so let's let's bump this up the list. I want to talk about the eco. Okay. Now I've been holding off on one of these for a while, and I was specifically holding off after I read your review was my thought because I wanted to wait for the colored versions. But while I'm here, I might as well get one. Mm-hmm. Your review was glowing.
1: Yeah, I really like this pen. Um,
0: now, what are we thinking, build quality wise? Right, you're, you're feeling that this one is in a better situation than what maybe some of the stuff we've seen previously. I mean, it's difficult to tell because you haven't had it for long enough to like really put it through its paces.
1: Right, but I've been using it for a few months. I've seen no immediate issues. the The deal with this pen is it actually has less parts than like the 580, for example. Yep. The section is not removable it's built into the barrel itself. So the section you don't remove, you can remove the nib and the feed. You just pull them out, but there's no section that screws off to where you can get into the barrel proper, if that makes sense. Um, so really kind of the only moving parts is the piston mechanism, which I mean, I haven't had a problem with yet. The only thing you generally run into with, uh, pistons in twisties, if you use, if you really, really use the pin a lot, um, I have a twisty mini that I used for my, um, Ink review pen, so I'm new ink. Clean it out, do a review, clean it out, and I was cleaning it out constantly. It loses some of that lubrication, so the piston will stick and stutter. So you just take it out. They give you the tool, uh, put the little silicone grease around it again, and then it moves properly again. That's pretty much the only moving parts in this pen, aside from the the feed and the nib, which you don't really move. They're just they stay put. Um, and we put in a post when the Eco first came out from Mountain Biker Dave about the process, uh, the manufacturing process. And I should have looked at it. I don't have the right words that he used for looking at it. But it, he basically looked at this um, through some, I don't know, some machine he's got.
0: To where he could tell.
1: Yeah. No. So you could tell like the I don't know. You could tell like the stress points basically. Like in the 580, the stress points were higher because of all the faceting uh, design in the barrels and this one doesn't have that it's just smooth and cylindrical so there's less stress in there so i i mean you never know some people have written twisby off completely and sworn off of them and i cannot blame them one iota they had lots of pens with lots of problems
0: well you know um, i was
1: getting there right but yeah, like i have,
0: have an underlying love for their stuff
1: right right but it's
0: just the quality that drives me crazy but everything else about them is on point constantly, right? right. Their design right. is fantastic. I think personally, I think the Eco is the best looking design pen that they've done, including the cap. I know that mm-hmm. maybe you're not too crazy about the cap. I love the cap.
1: Yeah, so I love the t- I love the red logo on the top of the cap. I don't dislike the cap. I'm just saying that's the part that stands out visually to sure. me from a um off kind of off uh kilter kind of perspective mm-hmm. it's just a little bit big and it's really not a big deal it's nothing that says oh well i can't buy this pin now it's like I, I actually love the clip design i love the top i love the like the finial the red finial i don't love the size because it's just a little bit bulky but it doesn't matter i mean i it's just you know the cap is what keeps it clipped onto my to my pin case and when um I write with it. I don't post the cap anyway, so it doesn't affect me that if I did post the cap, it would drive me crazy. Um, it's a little bit too big for posting in my opinion, but the one thing you left out when you were saying all the things they do right is they nail price points too, right? They make pins with features that you can't get at the price points that they're at. And, you know, have there been some bumps in the road along the way? Absolutely. Um, have, people that have sworn them off completely and will say never again, are, are they you know, good to do so? Yeah, I, I can see people have been burnt a lot of times. Um, I haven't seen much talk about Twisby Eco failure points so far, it um, doesn't mean there aren't any. I am just not super familiar with any. I haven't had any issues, um, but I haven't had issues with any of my 580s or minis either. The only one I've ever had an issue with is the Macardo which had a feed and collar issue that I had to get replaced. Um, so, you know, I, it's a fantastic pen. Um, I think it's probably better than the Lamy Safari for like an entry level pen. If the person purchasing it wants to get away from cartridges, you know, sometimes for beginners, cartridges are hard to get away from. I know but you I, didn't I was
0: put like, it ahead of the uh, Metropolitan.
1: No, because I think it's that much better. Uh, of a price, it's it's fifty percent less than this, and the quality of writing that you get with the Metropolitan is killer. The style and the feel of the pen—it's so well balanced. It just feels good to write with. Um, and you know, I think the, the cartridges do do make a difference for like a pure beginner. From a pure beginner's perspective, they're very afraid um, of getting that bottle of ink and filling up a fountain pen—the very first pen that they get. Um, I was the exact same way. You know, I'm never going to use fountain pens okay, I'll try fountain pens, but I'm only going to use cartridges, and now we're here. (laughs) Hmm. So (laughs) that's kind of how it works. All
0: right. I'm just placing my order at jetpans right now. So
1: (laughs) So on the we talk all the time about how twisby teases things on the facebook page um they've been talking the yellow they did one with a yellow cap that would be an insta purchase for me they did a full demonstrator one which actually is not my favorite which is probably Mm -hmm. surprising because i'm a big demonstrator guy i like the black better than the full demonstrator but if they do other colors like they like to mix in a lot of colors like they're doing on the al with the green is the next one that's going to come out they do if they start doing like orange and purple and lime green and yellow on these ecos i'm gonna have a problem it's gonna be like skittles or something
0: so uh this isn't the first eco that i have purchased oh really i bought one as a gift oh yeah for for tiffany Arment, friend of the show and host of top four on relay fm um i bought i bought her a little care package she started to get interested in this stuff uh and i bought her a pilot metropolitan because just because and i also bought her to be eco of a stub nib mm-hmm. because i think i think that the stub nib is something that most people will either love or hate, and I believe that she'd love it. And I think she did, because I'm going to put this in the show notes. She tweeted to me yesterday, a little (laughs) Mike was right uh, picture that she drew with her stuff (laughs) in a teal ink. I think it may have been a Hiroshizuku teal ink. And then if you look through the chain, if you look through uh the chain on on twitter.com, you'll see Um. that she's gone ahead now and gone to Goulet and bought a Noodless Flex, (laughs) a Jinhao 159, uh-huh. Now, these are good, right? This is like one of those cheap pens that people love, yes, yes, yeah, and two bot- two bottles of noodlers, including Apache sunset,
1: yeah, that apache sunset is awesome
0: that's a beauty and and, and I am so happy to see Tiv <laughs> go down this route because <laughs> this is- she's a friend of mine, and I love mm-hmm. it with more of my friends start to get into pens and i think I think it's safe to say at this point that she's in pretty deep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So she's, she's, she's in now. And we have to remind the listeners in case they missed it a few episodes ago, when Mike had visited the Arments in New York, we discovered that Tiffany was a backer of the Visionaire. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> you know. this is kind of a result of that. Mike's like, let me fix this for you. <laughs> but I, I need to know what ink she used on her, um, on her ego. All right. Give me a minute. And I'll tell it you, it looks like uh, it might, if it, it might be Sukiyo. I don't know if it's an Roshizuku, but it's just beautiful.
0: You wait right there, buddy, and I'll pull up the, uh, I will the wait, order. That wait I, right, that right there. That I so,
1: um, so Tiffany's into the the adult coloring and, and all these things. So we've been talking to her a bunch about this. It so was uh, a Kujaku. Peacock. Kujaku. Okay. It's a deep turquoise blue. That's one I don't have. I need to get that one. Kujaku. Yeah, yep. that's a s- extremely popular one, and it's uh, it's beautiful. It's great looking. Hmm. Hmm. So yeah, good job in, in, in getting her the eco and, um, I'd be interested if anyone who does buy the eco and runs into problems, we usually hear them. Um, but mm-hmm. I just haven't had that rash of this is cracking, that's cracking. This isn't working, um, anymore in the eco. So if you have, have issues, definitely let us know. Cause I, because I like to, you know, bring, bring that up and, you know, when we're discussing these things, because, you know, I don't want to send people down the wrong path, but it seems like the, um. QC on uh, Twisby it continues to improve and um you know that's just kind of how the company's set up you know they've they've definitely had some issues and I think they're uh, they're reining it in and you know waiting a little bit longer to get things right which is why it took you know two years for the eco to show up. Yep.
0: All right, so I have three Kurutogas and an eco on the way. <laughs> JetPens, which, Jetpens. international shipping is so weird. They do like a nine fifty one, and it says it can take up to forty five days, which is insane. And then they have a fifty dollar one to get it in like five. Obviously, mm-hmm. I went with the nine fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, um, yeah, you know,
1: usually it's about two weeks.
0: But it's like they put it on their site, and it's like, ah, oh, you make it yeah. so difficult.
1: Uh, there's nothing. There's no redeeming values when when it comes to shipping and shipping prices.
0: It's no just... international shipping is a nightmare. There's no way yeah. around it. But it's you know yep. it is what it is yep there was one more review that you did that i'm so surprised that one hasn't already been on and two you did it now which is the bic crystal (laughs) ballpoint
1: yeah probably
0: the most popular pen in the world
1: right i would say so the most popular the most copied you know it just is everyone knows this pen right um and i'd never reviewed it And that was kind of on accident. It wasn't on purpose because I've always liked this pen and always like really respect the story behind it. And I always really enjoyed seeing how people use this pen because it is everywhere and people can do cool things with it. Like artists and engineers do these great, great looking pens. And actually it was probably like a year ago, someone emailed me said, Hey, why haven't you reviewed the crystal? I was like, you know, I don't, I don't have a good answer and uh, I will rectify that situation. Um, so I, I bought some, which that's the great thing about them. You know, they run about 20 cents a pen, right? So I think I bought a 10 pack for like two something. And um, because you, you can't really buy just one, you know, if you go to the grocery store, the, you're not going to buy a 20 cent pen. They don't package them that way. Um, I mean, it's just a great pen. I mean, it's literally museum quality. You know, it's in the Museum of Modern Art as just a, an example of what great design looks like and you know how it's just a simple shape a a simple form factor can like take over an industry which is what this pen did when it came out um you know the ballpoint ink has improved over the years i believe um you know they've made it less messy like you used to use these pens when i was in school and they would just glob up around the tip and leave these blobs of ink on your paper when i write with it now that doesn't happen anymore um I don't know if that's taken away some of the artistic properties of it, but people still use it so much for art um, because it shades well, the type of ink it is the oil-based ink. It has some shading. I obviously don't have the skills to bring that out um, in any artistic kind of way, but you know, I have some links in the article to people who do and you just do um, you know, a, a big ballpoint, you know, ballpoint artwork on online and you can see just like photo quality artwork done with, one of the simplest pens on the planet and uh, it's a great pen. Uh I actually got a people would just email me, it's like, thank you for doing that review. I'm glad you finally did that. And I was like, okay, <laughs> apparently it's a thing. <laughs> so um it's cool. I, I I should do this, you know, more often. I need to to do things that I don't normally do. And especially when it's a pen as famous as this, right? I mean I just have to review this pen and just cause it has to have been there. Yeah. I'm just sorry it took so long. It's just a, huh. it's just an awesome pen. You should have this pen, like, laying around the house. You just should. Um, it's, you know, there's no there's no reason not to. And, and I, it's actually a, a pretty good writer. It's not the greatest writing pen. You know, there's a lot of white space in the ink, which we talked about, you know, in how ballpoint and gel ink pens reform, perform. You want to see a solid line without any white space in there. It doesn't skip, but, you know, just the ball doesn't roll evenly. Sometimes leaves a little bit of white space in there. You know, it's not... Obviously, if you want me to make a list of the best writing ballpoint pens ever, it's not going to be number one, but it doesn't mean it's not a great pen. You know, it's just a really good pen. It's good for what you get. Yep. Um, Not in the 20 cents per pen market is uh, some of Pilot's UK pens.
0: Yeah, tell me what's going on here.
1: So <laughs> without getting into too much detail... Details. Our good friend Ian, um, who writes pen, paper, pencils, um, pen paper pencil um, who's also someone we need to get on the podcast, and I've I've talked to him about coming on before. I need to follow up on that. He did a article on Pilot's UK's pen, pen pricing, basically, and you know it's 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 something we've always discussed in general terms and maybe some specific terms about basically Japanese importers here in the U S and, you know, why can't we get everything that pilot makes in Japan? Why can't it come here to the U S or to other markets in the UK? um, For this example uh, of Ian's, he talks about that, you know, some of the UK retailers were importing pilot products from Japan pilot UK as a regional Pilot, distri- I don't know if they would be a distributor or a standalone company. They were upset that retailers were bringing these pens in. Told them they had to stop, and basically, I mean, basically told them to stop that they had to remove these pens for sale, and they could only buy the authorized whatever pilot UK is carrying and it's allowed to sell in the UK. From pilot's perspective,
0: I can kind of understand that. But whilst I think that is a ridiculous thing to do. You know, it's like, because they make their decisions about mm-hmm. what products that they want to be in certain areas, whether it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. But do you know what I mean? So it's yes. like, they're, they're going to say that. It's like, well, no, this is not what we want you to do. But I think I right. should just make everything available for everyone.
1: So this this goes through a couple of posts um, because Ian got a really long, detailed answer from Pilot, which is was mostly good. I mean, you from a business perspective, you understand where they're coming from um, as far as discussing why or why not, why they can or can't bring products in. Um, the answers are good. They're not great. But I mean, it's also a corporation. There's going to be some things they can't directly say. Um, but, you know, a lot of it goes down into things as detailed as ink formulation or things as simple as a trademark brand, you know, do we have to rename this pen because someone else has the trademark in that region? You know, um, they talk about that, that happening. The problem in a nutshell, in my perspective is that we're in a global marketplace now, right? Ian wants to support his UK vendors, but Ian has the internet and he can make a couple of clicks, find, A product he can't get in the UK for cheaper than a similar model in the UK and click a button and it's his but Ian's frustration lies in well why can't my regional stores that I like to support why can't I spend that money with them
0: why do I have to spend so much money on shipping
1: right right
0: because I can still buy them doesn't matter where I'm buying them from just let me buy them locally And then you end up with all the money that you end up with pilot for doing that. Right. I get it.
1: So it's a challenge for pilot UK that they don't have a great answer for. It's a challenge for Ian because, you know, he doesn't get a great answer to, I don't want to say it's an unsolvable problem, but I just go back to from pilot's perspective, pilot UK's perspective specifically, it's got to be difficult for them as a business to satiate all of our needs, but that's the world we live in now. I can get anything I want online, you know, as long as I know where to go. And with someone like Pilot, you know, I can get some uh, some model that they don't sell in the U.S. by making one click over to a store in Japan and making that purchase I don't know who that hurts or who that benefits. It's a weird kind of thing right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, reading what Ian's, you know, talking about, it pains him not to just be able to buy that in the UK because he wants to support his regional retailers, which I am totally supportive of. But you know, I've bought plenty of pins from Japan that I could get for cheaper over there. I would rather purchase some from someone here who, you know, I, I would rather support, you know, someone local, if you will. Um, If at all possible, that would be my first choice. So when you start asking questions about these things, why can't I have this pen? Um, Here it is right here. Your parent company sells it. Let me purchase it. And their answer is no. It's, It's kind of hard to, you know, realize all the machinations that have to go on in the background for that to actually happen. But I mean, from a consumer's perspective, the choice is easy. If they really want that pen, they can get it they don't it doesn't matter what pilot uk says i can go get the pen um i'd just rather do it a different way so um gotta hand it to know,
0: pilot it, though they wrote that massive email response yeah it was right? a huge response more than they it needed was, to do in all honesty yeah right? they could just be they, like, this is how it is suck it right like you know <laughs> but
1: yeah. They didn't. yeah they um let me f- see if i can find it real quick um I generally like the email. I thought it was a little bit dismissive in areas. But to put this whole thing out there, they they answered appropriately, Mm -hmm. you know, um, people that listen to this show and read this from that perspective are going to see a couple of issues with it. Um, I thought he was dismissive of the small scale where the fanatics lie, which is us as opposed to the big scale that pilot is dealing with on a day to day basis with massive retailers and massive purchases, you know, that, that kind of thing. So it's a balance. I don't envy the position that they're in. So it's an interesting read. I don't have an answer. Um, and, and no one does pilot. Doesn't have an answer. Ian doesn't have an answer. I don't have an answer. Um, But it's good to have the conversation because of how the market is these days. I think, Um, you know, it's a global market. Why, you know, having a large corporation such as Pilot have so many disparate offices across the world that carry different things when it's easy for someone in one place to buy something from another place. But Pilot can't sell it in that place because of whatever it's. It's confusing to the consumer a little bit. So, I don't know.
0: Couldn't agree more. That's,
1: yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Let's wrap this up on, a, on another issue that uh, you've kind of been having recently. And I, I've been feeling this a little bit. So, why don't, why don't you talk about it? All right. Now,
0: me and you talk every week, right? We talk about pens, mm-hmm. talk about paper. I'm starting to feel like a bit of a fraud. <laughs> I'm not using my stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? I have notebooks and field notes just piling up in closets um Mm -hmm. i'm using basically one notebook and one mechanical pencil a couple of times a day to take show notes but it's not even really worthy of that you know like it's not really enough i'm coloring on my ipad Mm -hmm. i'm not coloring in my coloring books um I feel like I need to be using my stuff more. I have all these incredible pens that I love so much, but the thing is, the pens aren't good for the, the what I'm doing with show notes taking because you hear this. Mm-hmm. You hear this, right? Right. right, and, right. and the p- point of it is, like, I take the notes, so I'm editing stuff out, right? Yeah. You know, I don't want to have to then be editing this
1: out constantly because <laughs> <right>? that, <laughs> right. that's what
0: I was doing when I was using the fountain pens. Yeah. I'd hear like the pen caps coming on and off all the time.
1: Yeah, so in this show you don't have to edit that out, but in other ones, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: because the whole point is like I'm I'm trying to make the show sound better by taking these notes. And, you, and then you end right. up making them sound worse by taking the notes. Right. And I've got all this stuff just building up and I want to use it, but like I haven't got a use for it. Like, so I have to maybe create some uses, but I don't know what they are that like stick. Mm-hmm. I, I wanna fix it, man. Like I feel like I'm becoming a collector, an admirer more than a user. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that to be the case anymore.
1: So I've started to find that with notebooks, and I, I don't have a good answer for you yet. But I'm working on it. Um, <clears throat> you know, I've started to get too many notebooks. Too my, much. Paper. My field
0: notes, like the the space that I have for it in my cupboard, is is getting obscene. I, one thing that I'm gonna stop doing is buying extras. I have yes. like a gajillion
1: snowblind. <laughs> Well, that was an accident, sort of, right? Yeah, but I mean, I didn't yeah.
0: even need all the ones that I did buy. So, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually planning on bringing a bunch to uh, Atlanta. Good. Giveaway. Um, I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be like bringing some stuff to just get rid of, I think.
1: Yeah, so I've slowed way down on Field Notes purchasing. Um, probably in the past year, um, just getting the colors. I used mm-hmm. to always buy extras. I've not bought extras the last couple editions um, just because I'm not using them fast enough to make it worthwhile. I don't need them sitting there. I, I would rather use them um, and not have like a, a collection of them, even though I do. Um, I definitely haven't been buying like all the uh, show editions, promotional editions, all those things like that. I actually had a rant on the the field nuts group not a rant I, it actually was not it was actually far from a rant it was just a, a statement of uh, of a i don't know if it's it was an opinion uh or i have, I have some nice long emails about uh, opinions and uh, preferences um which are really really good i'll we'll share that another day but um i don't need to i'm certainly not chasing notebooks that's just stupid to me these days like I like the cool notebooks and that if I can purchase them easily, okay, I'll purchase them. But like hunting down like just random editions that are so frequently released, like I'm done with that game. Like that makes me not want to use them. So finding like a core set of things I use every day. So um, Jenny at Three Staples just did a post that I was actually going to talk about um soon to where she's figured out the things like the setup that works for her every day right so she has like a calendar a planner like a journal a planner and a notebook and then the pens that go with it and these things are used for specific things and that's kind of what i've been working on as i've started to work for myself you know i've definitely been using my pens a lot so I don't have any issues with pens like you're having. Paper, I have not been. like I'm like overwhelmed with paper right now. And although I said, what all, the one thing that I wanna buy is another notebook, right? That's like the last thing I need. Um. So with these pens I'm determining, or my keepers are like the best pens. Those are getting the most use. Those are getting separated from the rest of the crowd. And I am enjoying I'm getting the enjoyment out of those particular pens and I'm okay with these other 30 pens that are sitting on my desk or whatever, not using them, you know, maybe I'll sell them. I always talk about selling them and we'll, we'll have to do like a bigger topic on this, like thinning the herd. We've talked about this on and off over the, over the years. Um, So I've made myself use the pens. I don't have an answer for like your notebook issue, right? Because you said this when you quit your job, you know, well over a year ago, that you were concerned that you're actually going to be using your analog tools less, right? Yeah, because that
0: has happened
1: at, at work. You had specific uses for specific things mm-hmm. at specific times. You knew those things were going to get used and starting working for yourself and building Relay FM, you knew that that's kind of going to ramp down a little bit and how would you handle it? Um, I just think, you know, it's a lot of the things that we've talked about, Over the years, like I now carry like starting probably in the beginning of this month, I started carrying um, a notebook with me all the time. Not that I didn't before, but if I forgot it, I was like, "Ah, no big deal. Now I don't leave the house without it, even if I don't use it or don't have any intention to use it. I always have something there with me at all times, even if it's just like a scratch pad, just a doodle or whatever, And then I have things separate that I keep like work related stuff in. Like my Hobonichi Teco has a lot of, you know, works, dates, planning, that kind of thing. So I kind of have those two things going in conjunction to where I have just kind of some inboxy type notebooks, and then I have some defined use notebooks, right? And I don't know what those uses are for you besides editing, but you know, when you're going to if you're going to a co-working space or something, you know. Yeah, I
0: take say I, t- I, t- I always have them with me, right? Right, right. I have right. them in my bag. I have them on my desk here. But the thing is, like, a lot of the stuff that I would want to write down, or like, let's say for example, my to-do list or my calendar and stuff, people that things that people keep in their notebooks, I get anxiety that I'm going to lose them. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I was I was sitting in a waiting room um, for Adina and she was going for like a cosmetic thing. And she came out and she was booking her next appointment and she booked it and she put it in her phone. And I was thinking to myself previously, like, you know, before these devices, people would put these things into a, into a paper planner, right? Like into a diary or a or journal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking, what happened when you lose that? Like Did you just never go to the appointments? right like that was obviously that must have been what happened right like people would lose their diaries and then they wouldn't know what their appointment is in a month because they haven't got it But like I never have that problem because it's all synced Mm -hmm. you know and it's on these digital devices and that's what I worry about a lot of this stuff because where I sit well we all do but like maybe me especially sit right in the middle of all of this a lot of that stuff I want to put in a digital tool because it means that I can't ever lose it so right. I am still trying to work out what that thing is for me. Maybe it is like forcing myself to get into a habit of of taking some notes or something every day. I I don't know what it is, but I know that I have to have more of this going on in my life because I, I kind of miss it.
1: Mhm. Do you have uh, Brandon in the chat room had a had a good point. Do you ever take like a digital break? Do you ever go to the coffee shop with just a pen and paper?
0: No, never. Yeah. Because all of my work requires it. You know, like if I'm leaving to go for pen and paper somewhere, I'm doing something else, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But you know, for, for work stuff, like I need to be doing things online. I need to be mm-hmm. connected and, and all that sort of stuff. You know, I I, I don't really know. So this is the thing. I don't know what it would be, and then maybe that's the thing. Like, and I, I and I'm sure we're gonna get lots of feedback, and I really welcome it. Like, I want people to give me ideas of what I should be doing, like whether it's stuff that seems simple whether it's stuff where it's like Mike can you just slap yourself in the face and write a journal every day like Mm -hmm. just deal with it and maybe that is what it is Um, but I I feel like I need something and and the only thing I can think of right now is to turn to our incredible audience and ask for the suggestions
1: and I think the purchasing of less stuff is a good start i mean yeah i'm gonna start well i just
0: bought three mechanical pencils today but
1: (laughs) yeah we don't actually practice what we preach all the time but that's part of the (laughs) collection aspect
0: and i'm fine with that like right because Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff that i have i I am a collector and i'm good with the collecting right Mm -hmm. but what i'm collecting is stuff that can be used so i should be using more of it
1: yeah yeah i you know, me like kind of backing down on field notes, you know, just all the extra stuff, not the color stuff. I like that, but not buying extra colors editions. just having what comes in my subscription and actually using that. I get more enjoyment out of having used notebooks than seeing notebooks in packaging. Right. So stopping, you know, piling up the packaging and actually, you know, lowering that tower of notebooks is, is very cool. You know, that gives you a feeling of satisfaction. Then the next time you buy something, it gives you more enjoyment knowing that you're going to rip it open and start using it right away. Um, but I know we all just have massive hordes of this stuff. So you know, it, it's a challenge. I mean, for sure. You know, you don't want to, you know, spend money blindly um, and and not be using the things that you're you're purchasing. So it, it's certainly certainly a challenge, and um, it, it's been a challenge for me so far um, this year. But I'm feeling like I'm I'm coming around. Pins, I feel pretty good about um, paper. I'm I'm definitely having a challenge with.
0: Yeah, you but you are just a general user of this stuff yeah. in those ways more than me, as in like. You do have a paper planner and stuff like that, which I don't have. And right. for me, like, I don't care that my field notes are piling up. Um, mm-hmm. That doesn't bother me because they are my collection. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, that's what I like. My problem is I'm just not using my stuff. Yeah. You know, if I if I use one field notes for every five I bring in, I'm totally cool with that. And right. eventually, I'll just give more and more of it away to people. Like every now and then, I give a dinner a stack of them right and she yeah, goes and too. uses them right um and that's totally fine with me and i'm probably you know i'm thinking about now like what can i bring to atlanta to just give away to people i'm going to start doing more of that absolutely but i i look at this like this sailor pro gear and my Edison over there like my two favorite pens in the whole world and they never get used mm. you know like the ink is just oh sitting in them yeah <clears throat> sorry thomas yeah. I know he'll get real mad at me for that. Yeah. Uh, and they just don't get used like this thing. Like, I'm just grabbing this. Well, there it goes flying across the table. So I've broken it now. So I don't need to use it anymore. Uh, you know, I could just. Let me undo this thing here. Like, God, how beautiful that is. Mm-hmm. That beautiful orange ink that I have in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I've got this Franklin Kristoff over here with this stormy gray thing in it. Well, that needs to be cleaned. that's not writing at all is it yeah not with that glitter not with that glitter i think it's all clogged up in here
1: yeah i Right? yeah yeah it's a challenge i mean that's for sure um you know i just think it's it's okay to like call the herd if you need to like start you know selling things or or find like the perfect things for you there's always going to be more you know down the line so i never hesitate you know if you want to get rid of something get rid of it i would i would not uh hesitate and um you know the time you have away from these things kind of refreshes you um so when you you do buy something you know 6 months or a year down the line that it it um it becomes more special and you end up you know enjoying it more and you get more pleasure out of it
0: yeah no definitely uh, again like yeah. it, it's not even so much of giving away because oh, I'm not using them I just want to use them more this frank yeah. and Kristoff is screwed by the
1: way <laughs> you just gonna have to soak it yeah that thing remember so. that? Remember that time a long time ago? I'd never get like a said I'd never get an ultrasonic cleaner. I keep thinking about that these days. Do I need yeah. one of those? Maybe I should have one of those.
0: Yeah, this this thing is, is going to need so that, some serious work. That's going to need starts, some
1: starts working again. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the danger zone. Leaving that stormy gray in any pen. Yeah, I, the, yeah.
0: I, this is this is the emerald of Chivor I've got in here.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah.
0: So. so it's not as bad as the stormy gray, but this thing is is the ink is sloshing around in here. Yeah, but there is absolutely zero coming out of it yeah there you yeah. go franklin you are a little project for some time in the future
1: that's right well we'll get you fixed up mike i oh, uh, will we'll get you on the right path i've um, already it, started taking some notes from
0: people in the chat room so like i'm yeah. going to build some suggestions and stuff like that and we can come back to this yeah um, hopefully you know, next well maybe week after next
1: yeah you know it, it comes in waves I mean, it just does. I go through cycles where I'm using all the things all the time. And then sometimes I stare at this stuff and going, why do I have all this stuff? So, you know, we all, we all tend to figure it out and what works best for us. And uh, I'm confident we will with you too. Yeah, I hope so. All right, mate, I think we'll, we'll let you ponder on this and I'll, I'll ponder on it and uh, we'll get some feedback from the listeners and, 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 and all their tips and tricks on how they're using all this stuff, because I know a bunch of them just came home with five new pins <laughs> from the Philly pin show this week. So we got to see how they get them in use. Yeah.
0: Uh, see, now I'm just, I'm sad. I'm, ah. I've just picked up my Edison pearl, pearl. It. What, what, what do I have? The, uh, it's the pearls in it. No, the Menlo. No, the Menlo.
1: Yes. You have the Menlo was your cut, your Tobaldi one.
0: And I've just started using it. And jeez. <laughs> These pens are great, man.
1: Yeah. Give yourself some pen time on the weekend. That's what I do. That's where I go clean my pens and and get in new inks and like test out all the inks and, you know, do ink samples and just kind of play around with them. I'm not doing anything important, but I, I like on the weekend, I'll take like an hour, clean a few pens, get some fresh ink in there, give them some new life and, uh, and just start writing with them, see what comes out and just kind of play around. It's fun.
0: Yeah. It's my birthday this weekend.
1: Oh, happy, happy birthday. Thank you. So if it feels like
0: the right time to do it. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm feel sad. Let's wrap yeah. this one up. Uh, if you want to go find our notes for this week, uh, head on over to relay.fm/slash/penaddict/slash/one-nine-zero. Uh, if you want to find Brad online, head on over to penaddict.com on knock.co, and he's over at Instagram. He is penaddict, and Twitter is at dowdyism, d-o-w-d-y-i-s-m. If you want to find me online? You can now sometimes find some stuff over at (laughs) mikewasright.com. That's the new URL. Nice. Um, And I'm also uh, imike on Twitter, I-M-Y-K-E. If you would like to support our sponsor, that would be fantastic. And that is uh, the great people over at Harry's. And don't forget to keep your eye out for the Pen Addict Live 2016 from the Atlanta Pen Show Kickstarter Yes, we will send out
1: all that info very, very soon.
0: So thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.